Section 4 of State of the Union Addresses by United States Presidents, 1909 through 1912. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. William H. Taft, December 6, 1910. Part 1. To the Senate and House of Representatives. During the past year, the foreign relations of the United States have continued upon a basis of friendship and good understanding. Arbitration. The year has been notable as witnessing the pacific settlement of two important international controversies before the permanent court of the Hague. The arbitration of the fisheries dispute between the United States and Great Britain, which has been the source of nearly continuous diplomatic correspondence since the Fisheries Convention of 1818, has given an award which is satisfactory to both parties. This arbitration is particularly noteworthy not only because of the eminently just results secured, but also because it is the first arbitration held under the General Arbitration Treaty of April 4, 1908, between the United States and Great Britain and disposes of a controversy the settlement of which has resisted every other resource of diplomacy and which for nearly ninety years has been the cause of friction between two countries whose common interest lies in maintaining the most friendly and cordial relations with each other the united states was ably represented before the tribunal the complicated history of the questions arising made the issue depend more than ordinarily in such cases upon the care and skill with which our case was presented and i should be wanting in proper recognition of a great patriotic service if i did not refer to the lucid historical analysis of the facts and the signal ability and force of the argument six days in length presented to the court in support of our case by mr elihu root as secretary of state mr root has given close study to the intricate facts bearing on the controversy and by diplomatic correspondence has helped to frame the issues at the solicitation of the secretary of state and myself mr root though burdened by his duties as senator from new york undertook the preparation of the case as leading counsel with the condition imposed by himself that in view of his position as senator he should not receive any compensation the tribunal constituted at the hague by the governments of the united states and venezuela has completed its deliberations and has rendered an award in the case of the Orinoco Steamship Company against Venezuela. The award may be regarded as satisfactory since it has, pursuant to the contentions of the United States, recognized a number of important principles making for a judicial attitude in the determining of international disputes. In view of grave doubts which have been raised as to the constitutionality of the Hague Convention, for the establishment of an international prize court now before the senate for ratification because of that provision of the convention which provides that there may be an appeal to the proposed court from the decisions of national courts this government proposed in an identic circular note addressed to those powers who had taken part in the london maritime conference that the powers signatory to the convention if confronted with such difficulty might insert a reservation to the effect that appeals to the international prize court in respect to decisions of its national tribunals should take the form of a direct claim for compensation 
that the proceedings thereupon to be taken should be in the form of a trial de novo and that judgment of the court should consist of compensation for the illegal capture irrespective of the decision of the national court whose judgment had thus been internationally involved as the result of an informal discussion it was decided to provide such procedure by means of a separate protocol which should be ratified at the same time as the prize court convention itself accordingly the government of the netherlands at the request of this government proposed under date of may twenty fourth nineteen ten to the powers signatory to the hague convention the negotiation of a supplemental protocol embodying stipulations providing for this alternate procedure it is gratifying to observe that this additional protocol is being signed without objection by the powers signatory to the original convention and there is every reason to believe that the international prize court will soon be established the identic circular note also proposed that the international prize court when established should be endowed with the functions of an arbitral court of justice under and pursuant to the recommendation adopted by the last hague conference the replies received from the various powers to this proposal inspire the hope that this also may be accomplished within the reasonably near future it is believed that the establishment of these two tribunals will go a long way toward securing the arbitration of many questions which have heretofore threatened and at times destroyed the peace of nations peace commission appreciating these enlightened tendencies of modern times the congress at its last session passed a law providing for the appointment of a commission of five members to be appointed by the president of the united states to consider the expediency of utilizing existing international agencies for the purpose of limiting the armaments of the nations of the world by international agreement and of constituting the combined navies of the world an international force for the preservation of universal peace and to consider and report upon any other means to diminish the expenditures of government for military purposes and to lessen the probabilities of war i have not as yet made appointments to this commission because i have invited and am awaiting the expressions of foreign governments as to their willingness to cooperate with us in the appointment of similar commissions or representatives who would meet with our commissioners and by joint action seek to make their work effective great britain and canada several important treaties have been negotiated with great britain in the past twelve months a preliminary diplomatic agreement has been reached regarding the arbitration of pecuniary claims which each government has against the other this agreement with the schedules of claims annexed will as soon as the schedules are arranged be submitted to the senate for approval an agreement between the united states and great britain with regard to the location of the international boundary line between the united states and canada in passamaguati bay and to the middle of grand manan channel was reached in a treaty concluded may twenty first nineteen ten which has been ratified by both governments and proclaimed thus making unnecessary the arbitration provided for in the previous treaty of april eleventh nineteen o eight the convention concluded january eleventh nineteen o nine between the united states and great britain providing for the settlement of international differences between the united states and canada including the apportionment between the two countries of certain of the boundary waters and the appointment of commissioners to adjust certain other questions 
has been ratified by both governments and proclaimed the work of the international fisheries commission appointed in 1908 under the treaty of april 11 1908 between great britain and the united states has resulted in the formulation and recommendation of uniform regulations concerning the fisheries of the boundary waters of canada and the united states for the purpose of protecting and increasing the supply of food fish in such waters in completion of this work the regulations agreed upon require congressional legislation to make them effective and for their enforcement and fulfillment of the treaty stipulations portugal in october last the monarchy in portugal was overthrown a provisional republic was proclaimed and there was set up a de facto government which was promptly recognized by the government of the united states for purposes of ordinary intercourse pending formal recognition by this and other powers of the government entity to be duly established by the national sovereignty liberia a disturbance among the native tribes of liberia and a portion of the republic during the early part of this year resulted in the sending under the treaty of eighteen sixty two of an american vessel of war to the disaffected district and the liberian authorities assisted by the good offices of the american naval officers were able to restore order the negotiations which have been undertaken for the amelioration of the conditions found in liberia by the american commission whose report i transmitted to congress on march twenty fifth last are being brought to conclusion and it is thought that within a short time practical measures of relief may be put into effect through the good offices of this government and the cordial cooperation of other governments interested in liberia's welfare the near east turkey to return the visit of the special embassy announcing the accession of his majesty mehemet the fifth emperor of the ottomans i sent to constantinople a special ambassador who in addition to this mission of ceremony was charged with the duty of expressing to the ottoman government the value attached by the government of the united states to increased and more important relations between the countries and the desire of the united states to contribute to the larger economic and commercial development due to the new regime in turkey the rapid development now beginning in that ancient empire and the marked progress and increased commercial importance of bulgaria roumania and servia make it particularly opportune that the possibilities of american commerce in the near east should receive due attention montenegro the national scoop Chitina, having expressed its will that the principality of montenegro be raised to the rank of kingdom the prince of montenegro on august fifteenth last assumed the title of king of montenegro it gave me pleasure to accord to the new kingdom the recognition of the united states the far east the center of interest in far eastern affairs during the past year has again been china it is gratifying to note that the negotiations for a loan to the chinese government for the construction of the trunk railway lines from hankow southward to canton and westward through the yangtze valley known as the Loan, were concluded by the representatives of the various financial groups in may last and the results approved by their respective governments the agreement already initialed by the chinese government is now awaiting formal ratification the basis of the settlement of the terms of this loan 
was one of exact equality between america great britain france and germany in respect to financing the loan and supplying materials for the proposed railways in their future branches the application of the principle underlying the policy of the united states in regard to the hook keng loan viz that of the internationalization of the foreign interest in such of the railways of china as may be financed by foreign countries was suggested on a broader scale by the secretary of state in a proposal for internationalization and commercial neutralization of all the railways of manchuria while the principle which led to the proposal of this government was generally admitted by the powers to whom it was addressed the governments of russia and japan apprehended practical difficulties in the execution of the larger plan which prevented their ready adherence the question of constructing the ching chow Aigun railway by means of an international loan to china is however still the subject of friendly discussion by the interested parties the policy of this government in these matters has been directed by a desire to make the use of american capital in the development of china an instrument in the promotion of china's welfare and material prosperity without prejudice to her legitimate rights as an independent political power this policy has recently found further exemplification in the assistance given by this government to the negotiations between china and a group of american bankers for a loan of fifty million dollars to be employed chiefly in currency reform the confusion which has from ancient times existed in the monetary usages of the chinese has been one of the principal obstacles to commercial intercourse with that people the united states in its treaty of nineteen o three with china obtained a pledge from the latter to introduce a uniform national coinage in the following year at the request of china the government sent to peking a member of the international exchange commission to discuss with the chinese government the best methods of introducing the reform in nineteen o eight china sent a commissioner to the united states to consult with american financiers as to the possibility of securing a large loan with which to inaugurate the new currency system but the death of their majesties the empress dowager and the emperor of china interrupted the negotiations which were not resumed until a few months ago when this government was asked to communicate to the bankers concerned the request of china for a loan of fifty million dollars for the purpose under review a preliminary agreement between the american group and china has been made covering the loan for the success of this loan and the contemplated reforms which are of the greatest importance to the commercial interests of the united states and the civilized world at large it is realized that an expert will be necessary and this government has received assurances from china that such an adviser who shall be an american will be engaged it is a matter of interest to americans to note the success which is attending the efforts of china to establish gradually a system of representative government the provincial assemblies were opened in october nineteen o nine and in october of the present year a consultative body the nucleus of the future national parliament held its first session at peking the year has further been marked by two important international agreements relating to far eastern affairs in the russo-japanese agreement relating to manchuria signed july fourth nineteen ten this government was gratified to note an assurance of continued peaceful conditions in that region 
and the reaffirmation of the policies with respect to china to which the united states together with all other interested parties are alike solemnly committed the treaty annexing korea to the empire of japan promulgated august twenty ninth nineteen ten marks the final step in a process of control of the ancient empire by her powerful neighbor that has been in progress for several years now in communicating the fact of annexation the japanese government gave to the government of the united states assurances of the full protection of the rights of american citizens in korea under the changed conditions friendly visits of many distinguished persons from the far east have been made during the year chief among these were their imperial highnesses princess tsai tao and tsai husun of china and his imperial highness prince higashi fushimi and the prince tokugawa president of the house of peers of japan the secretary of war has recently visited japan and china in connection with his tour to the philippines and a large delegation of american businessmen are at present traveling in china this exchange of friendly visits has had the happy effect of even further strengthening our friendly international relations latin america during the past year several of our southern sister republics celebrated the one hundredth anniversary of their independence in honor of these events special embassies were sent from this country to argentina chile and mexico where the gracious reception and splendid hospitality extended them manifested the cordial relations and friendship existing between those countries and the united states relations which i am happy to believe have never before been upon so high a plane and so solid a basis as at present the congressional commission appointed under a concurrent resolution to attend the festivities celebrating the centennial anniversary of mexican independence together with a special ambassador were received with the highest honors and with the greatest cordiality and returned with a report of the bounteous hospitality and warm reception of president diaz and the mexican people which left no doubt of the desire of the immediately neighboring republic to continue the mutually beneficial and intimate relations which i feel sure the two governments will ever cherish at the fourth pan-american conference which met in buenos aires during july and august last after seven weeks of harmonious deliberation three conventions were signed providing for the regulation of trademarks patents and copyrights which when ratified by the different governments will go far toward furnishing to american authors patentees and owners of trademarks the protection needed in localities where heretofore it has been either lacking or inadequate further a convention for the arbitration of pecuniary claims was signed and a number of important resolutions passed the conventions will in due course be transmitted to the senate and the report of the delegation of the united states will be communicated to the congress for its information the special cordiality between representative men from all parts of america which has shown at this conference cannot fail to react upon and draw still closer the relations between the countries which took part in it the international bureau of american republics is doing a broad and useful work for pan-american commerce and comity its duties were much enlarged by the international conference of american states at buenos aires and its name was shortened to the more practical and expressive term of pan-american union located now in its new building which was specially dedicated april twenty sixth of this year 
to the development of friendship trade and peace among the american nations it has improved instrumentalities to serve the twenty-two republics of this hemisphere i am glad to say that the action of the united states in its desire to remove imminent danger of war between peru and ecuador growing out of a boundary dispute with the cooperation of brazil and the argentine republic as joint mediators with this government has already resulted successfully in preventing war the government of chile while not one of the mediators lent effective aid in furtherance of a preliminary agreement likely to lead on to an amicable settlement and it is not doubted that the good offices of the mediating powers and the conciliatory cooperation of the governments directly interested will finally lead to a removal of this perennial cause of friction between ecuador and peru the inestimable value of cordial cooperation between the sister republics of america for the maintenance of peace in this hemisphere has never been more clearly shown in this mediation by which three american governments have given to this hemisphere the honor of first invoking the most far-reaching provisions of the hague convention for the pacific settlement of international disputes there has been signed by the representatives of the united states and mexico a protocol submitting to the united states mexican boundary commission whose membership for the purpose of this case is to be increased by the addition of a citizen of canada the question of sovereignty over the chamizal tract which lies within the present physical boundaries of the city of el paso texas the determination of this question will remove a source of no little annoyance to the two governments the republic of honduras has for many years been burdened with a heavy bonded debt held in europe the interest on which long ago fell in arrears finally conditions were such that it became imperative to refund the debt and place the finances of the republic upon a sound basis last year a group of american bankers undertook to do this and to advance funds for railway and other improvements contributing directly to the country's prosperity and commerce an arrangement which has long been desired by this government negotiations to this end have been under way for more than a year and it is now confidently believed that a short time will suffice to conclude an arrangement which will be satisfactory to the foreign creditors eminently advantageous to honduras and highly creditable to the judgment and foresight of the honduran government this is much to be desired since as recognized by the washington conventions a strong honduras would tend immensely to the progress and prosperity of central america during the past year the republic of nicaragua has been the scene of internecine struggle general zaleya for seventeen years the absolute ruler of nicaragua was throughout his career the disturber of central america and opposed every plan for the promotion of peace and friendly relations between the five republics when the people of nicaragua were finally driven into rebellion by his lawless exactions he violated the laws of war by the unwarranted execution of two american citizens who had regularly enlisted in the ranks of the revolutionists this and other offenses made it the duty of the american government to take measures with a view to ultimate reparation and for the safeguarding of its interests this involved the breaking off of all diplomatic relations with the zelaya government for the reasons laid down in a communication from the secretary of state which also notified the contending factions in nicaragua that this government would hold each to strict accountability 
for outrages on the rights of American citizens. American forces were sent to both coasts of Nicaragua to be in readiness should occasion arise to protect Americans and their interests, and remain there until the war was over and peace had returned to that unfortunate country. These events, together with Zelaya's continued exactions, brought him so clearly to the bar of public opinion that he was forced to resign and take refuge abroad. In the above-mentioned communication of the Secretary of State to the charged affairs of the Zelaya government, the opinion was expressed that the revolution represented the wishes of the majority of the Nicaraguan people. This has now been proved beyond doubt by the fact that since the complete overthrow of the Madrid's government and the occupation of the capital by the forces of the revolution, all factions have united to maintain public order and as a result of discussion with an agent of this government sent to managua at the request of the provisional government comprehensive plans are being made for the future welfare of nicaragua including the rehabilitation of public credit the moderation and conciliatory spirit shown by their various factions give ground for the confident hope that nicaragua will soon take its rightful place among the law-abiding and progressive countries of the world it gratifies me exceedingly to announce that the Argentine Republic some months ago placed with American manufacturers a contract for the construction of two battleships and certain additional naval equipment. The extent of this work and its importance to the Argentine Republic make the placing of the bid an earnest of friendly feeling toward the United States. End of section four.